Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. fun. <laughs> Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. For those of you who do not know me, I'm the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I liked that song. I kept wanting to sing, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> but it was amazing. Thank you to our music team for leading, that, leading us in that congregational song. Uh, I want to thank Nicholas, who's our music director on the piano, the singers in the front, Laurel, Carl Schluter, Bernard, welcome back Bernard, and Michael, Carl in the back on the guitar, uh, Clace, Carl Clace on the back on the guitar, and also Lauren um, in the back on the drums. Thank you, that was amazing. Lauren, thank you for providing the songs, the lyrics, so that we could sing along with you. I'm gonna share our announcements and then we'll continue with our service for today. First of all, everyone is welcome to join us for our Sunday Fellowship Gathering after service today at 11 a.m. Even those of you who are visiting, come join us and fellowship with us. The next women's group meeting is today at 2 p.m. Ladies, come join us for an artist talk with two amazing mosaic artists, 
Laurel Rausch, who was just singing in our music team, and Pat, Pat Moscos' sister, Susan Rosano, will be showing us some of their mosaic pieces. And also they're going to share with us the what inspires them to make such beautiful works of art. Again, that's at 2 p.m. and everyone is welcome. All, the, all of you women are welcome to join us. Our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. It's a perfect time for us to come together to connect, to check in, connect with each other, be inspired, and most of all, to laugh. <laughs> and then our weekly Bible study is on Wednesday at from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. If you would like to go, go into a deeper spiritual meaning of scripture, bring your Bibles and join us. I, I, I know you'll have a good time. And then Wednesday evening, we have our meditation service. And at, that is at 7 p.m. We come together and commune with God together and get recharged and revitalized in that meditation. Our last cleanup day for this year will be this Saturday, June 12th from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. We will be finishing up cleaning the garden area on the west side of the church. And if you can, please bring your gardening tools that we, we can that we need, shovels, um, rakes, anything that you know that we would need to help clean the garden, please feel free to bring them. And masks are required, so let us show up, mask up, and come together to clean up our church grounds together <laughs> as part of our plan to return to in-person services and events which we've been slowly phasing into back at the church we asked that everyone read and sign our covid protocol agreements before you participate so if you have not already filled out the form please go online to our website unityfh.com click on the covid protocol icon on the home page read and fill out the form click submit and you're all set if you don't if you're not able to do that we will have forms at the church that you can fill out before you participate our next family trivia game night is also on saturday june 12th and that'll be at 7 p.m it's usually on the third saturday of the month but this month the third saturday is juneteenth and so to honor that day we're going to have our trivia game night this saturday Everyone is welcome, so invite your family and friends. The more, the merrier. <laughs> the next Youth Sunday service is next Sunday, June 13th at 1 p.m. This service is for children, all children, ages 5 to 11. Whether you're part of our spiritual community or not, you can invite the children to join us in that age group. If you have any questions or you need more information regarding the Youth Sunday service, please feel free to email Sharon Clace at youth at unityfh.com. And our next critical conversations meeting is next Monday, June 14th at 7 p.m. We've been having some pretty interesting conversations and I wanna thank everyone who's been participating with me in these critical conversations. Everyone is welcome. Feel free to invite others to join us, even from other churches, feel free to invite them. The next men's group meeting is on June 19th, which is at 10 a.m. And it will be held in the church backyard, just like the one last month. Masks are required to participate. There will be no women's group 
men's group, critical conversation, or trivia game night in the months of July and August. We'll resume those activities in September after Labor Day. For the links to all of our activities, classes, group meetings, and events, please visit our website at unityfh.com. If you would like to start receiving our email blasts, please go to our website and fill out the form on the bottom of the homepage. Click submit and you'll start getting, you'll start receiving the emails. If you would like to become a member of our spiritual community, or if you need to update your membership for this year, please click on the about us link on our homepage and fill out that membership form on the bottom of that, that um, menu. And once you do fill it out, hit submit and you will be a new member or a renewed member at unity of Farmington Hills. If you would like to schedule an appointment to talk to me or for me to pray with you, please call me at 248-737-9191. If I don't answer, please leave a message. I will return your call or you can email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer, prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I have prayed over your requests, they will be sent to Silent Unity to be held in visual for 30 days. If you would like someone to actually pray with you on the phone, you can leave your phone number when you send your email and someone will call you and pray with you. I want to thank our prayer chaplains, Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh for your sacred spiritual community. Uh, I mean, your sacred service to our spiritual community. It is greatly appreciated. And I enjoy having a uh, prayer ministry. That was one of my first wishes for our church. And we have it. And I'm so excited about that. This concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Shirley the Presence, let us open our minds and our hearts to hear the daily word and for a brief opening meditation.
The Daily Word for today, June 6, 2021, is healing. And the affirmation reads, My thoughts, words, and actions affirm divine life. Let's affirm that together. My thoughts, words, and actions affirm divine life. And the message reads, Today I give thanks for the constant activity of divine healing life, especially when my body is experiencing illness. To bolster my awareness of my activity of healing, I place my attention on my inherent wholeness. I affirm life in my thoughts, my words, and at my actions as I care for my body and meet its needs. My faith assures me that illness is not the truth of me, nor is it my enduring reality. Through my actions, I am affirming wholeness as my true nature and encouraging my healing. Even when I am not facing illness, I greet each day by blessing my body, affirming my wholeness, and the ongoing activity of divine life in every organ, every cell. I give thanks for the gift of divine life by giving thanks for my healing and living right uh, joyously. The scripture for today's daily word comes from Luke chapter 8, verse 48, and it reads, He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Let us go into a brief meditation. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just allow your focus to float down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. Tap into the love and the peace that dwells in that space. And just let yourself become quiet. We set our intention to let the human side of our being decrease and allow the Christ to come forth. And we know that the Christ will bring us into a deeper understanding of the message and how to live it in our lives. So let's just sit in the quiet just for a little bit, tuning in to the still small voice inside. And now let us take another deep breath and gently open your eyes. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our U of H growth affirmation together, knowing that as we grow our congregation, our activities are growing, our youth services are growing, and every aspect that we move into fruition into our church is growing as well. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth. 
fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And I know, I know, I know this affirmation is working. I promise you it is. Thank you for affirming that with me. And so now we're going to have our first special song entitled A Million Dreams. It'll be led by Laurel. And then I will be back with our message for today.
What a beautiful performance. Thank you, Laurel. And thank you all of you for that beautiful, beautiful song, the way your heart was in it. Lauren, thank you for the video. It was absolutely perfect. Thank you again. And so I heard this uh, story of this lady who had just taken on a new job. She was getting to know her coworkers and the topic of her last job came up. So one of the coworkers asked her, so why did you leave your last job? And she said, well, there's something my boss said. The lady said, what, really? Why? What did she say? You're fired. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Oh, it's still funny. I've told that joke a couple times now. <laughs> and it's still funny to me. So anyway. <laughs> As we move into this first Sunday of the month of June, I am blown away at how fast this year of 2021 is going by. And I must admit, I've had a pretty interesting couple of weeks, even though I was uh, away for a little bit. For, I took a break from church and I just before I had left two weeks ago, I saw this this testimony of these three survivors of the Tulsa race massacre in uh, of 1921. And I must admit, I was pretty moved by their testimony. These people had these three. It was a lady, Viola, and her uh, brother, Hughes. And then there was another lady also who had sent in a testimony. They were testifying in front of Congress for retribution, re reparations for what they experienced when Tulsa was obliterated. It was blown up. Bur houses were burned. People were killed. Lives were lost. People went missing. And in Tulsa right now, they're even going through looking for uh, grave sites because, because of word of mouth. And that it's so interesting to think of this black community doing so well that they're called Black Wall Street in Tulsa. And for them, they were in the middle of this racist state. And for them to have been just blown away, the, just, just their city destroyed. They're rebuilding and they have rebuilt. But it just shows how Every time black people get somewhere where we're successful, somehow the system comes in. And if it doesn't literally blow us up and kill us, it does something through the systemic ways of racism to unjust ways to block us from surviving. So my mind was in the consciousness of imagining and seeing all of the things, the pictures and remembering what others have told me about Black Bottom in Detroit, my dad living in Black Bottom and before they put the highway through and all of these experiences are going through my mind and I'm remembering that June represents imagination and I'm remembering the power of our imagination that you, if you if the power of your imagination is rooted in faith, but it's rooted in a human materialistic realm that you can co-create in that inside of yourself an unhealthy, uncomfortable term turmoil 
of consciousness. And then it manifests in your life because you co-create through thoughts held in mind in your life. And so I just had to shift and I asked God to show me your presence. And every time I ask God to show me God's presence, I get something. The song imagined by John Lennon came to me and it just blew me away. I had to pull up the lyrics and I'll say them later on during this talk. And so, as I said, imagination is the the spiritual faculty that represents June in unity. And our imagination is our power to imagine, to picture, to conceptualize, to envision, and to dream, especially to dream. It is the power to take the divine law of God, the divine word of God, the divine idea of God, and to create in our mind an image of it that God will take and co-create in our life. That is why it says thoughts held in mind produce after their kind, which is our third unity principle that as a mind think as a man think of, so is he, that is a powerful thing. Uh, Albert Einstein says, imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. And that is powerful for, for me. So as I sat with God and asked God, well, what do I speak on today? The title that came to me, is imagine all the people. Imagine all the people. And as I sat with God on which scriptures to use, I was led to Matthew chapter 21, verses 17 through 22. And I'm going to read these verses and then we're going to go into uh, chapter 17 also. And we'll bring this together. We're going to link the power of a prayer a, faith, a prayer of faith with a power of imagination and how it is that we can use that combination within ourselves to do our part to dismantle systemic racism in this world. I know that for me, I was called to come forth in a consciousness of love, that no matter what I see going on on the news, in the world, or how people treat me, how people act towards me, that it is the state of love that I'm supposed to come from. And it ain't always easy, I promise you that. But when I step into the prayer of faith, that's what brings me through. So Matthew chapter 21, verse 17 through 22. Then he returned to Bethany where he stayed overnight. Jesus cursed the fig tree is the title of the next section. In the morning, as Jesus was returning to Jerusalem, he was hungry and he noticed the fig tree beside the road. He went over to see if there were any figs, but there were only leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered up. The disciples were amazed when they saw this and asked, how did the tr fig tree wither so quickly? Then Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this as and much more. You can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. You can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. God, I want to thank you for allowing the Christ to come forth inside of me to bring forth the message of these scriptures and how they relate to what's going on in the world today and how we can move forward, linking the prayer of faith with our power of imagination. Thank you, God. Amen.
And so first of all, as I read through this, I looked up what Bethany means because every name has a spiritual meaning in the Bible. And it says that he returned to Bethany and stayed there overnight. Bethany represents a consciousness of wailing, lamentation, affliction, hurt. But it's even more than that is Jesus stayed there overnight, which means it's a consciousness that lingers for a while. But the true deep meaning, the spiritual metaphysical meaning of Bethany in this situation is the overcoming of that consciousness. So when Jesus in the morning is returning to Jerusalem, Jerusalem represents a conscious a city, a city of peace is what Jerusalem means. It represents a consciousness of peace in order to move into a consciousness of peace. You have to dismantle that which is blocking you from experiencing peace. And so here Jesus goes to this fig tree. Fig trees represent prosperity. It represents being rooted in spiritual consciousness with God. But he goes to this tree and there are no figs there. Now, Fig trees usually produce the fruit and then the leaves, but there is no fruit that produced at all, only the leaves. So this was a barren tree, which represents the barren consciousness of Jerusalem, of uh, the Judaism at the time, the religion at the time. It represents the knowing the law, knowing the word, knowing the right thing to say, but not saying it in the spirit of God, not expressing the spirit of God, living according to the letter of the law with no part of you being connected to wisdom or love, or even for that matter, faith. And so here with Jesus cursing the tree, Jesus, that's Jesus' way of saying that the whole nation had become barren spiritually before the Lord, that they had the religion, but it wasn't showing up spiritually in reality that they knew the words, but they weren't using the words according to how we are led to use them. As a matter of fact, in this, in her book, your hope of glory, Elizabeth Sand Turner also mentions what the barren tree fig tree means. She says the barren fig tree symbolizes unfruitful con conditions in our life. All of us need to bring forth the fruits of our spiritual nature, just as, it is the function of the fig tree to produce to produce figs. Now, we were created to be fruitful and multiply. But when our consciousness is not fruitful and multiplying, we are like a barren fig tree. She goes on to say, when we discover that a certain state of consciousness is not constructive and is the parent of um, of unwholesome conditions, it is our right to curse or deny it. By the power of the spoken word in faith, we can wither these sterile states of consciousness and their attendant neg negative appearances and be free of them. And so how's that connected to what we're going through right now? And if you look at it, we're living in kind of a barren consciousness in the United States and in the world. Systemic racism is barren of any kind of love. Systemic racism is barren of any type of consciousness of brothers and sisters in Christ. It's, it's, it's barren of any type of being fruitful and multiplying and letting others be fruitful and multiply as well. It's hoarding and acting as if you're the only one. It's a superiority consciousness, which is not what we were created to be. We are created in God's image and after God's likeness, which means that that which we image is the likeness of God. The likeness of God is love 
and oneness and prosperity and unity and how things are happening with systemic racism and what's going on with these um, survivors needing to testify for for reparations to fight for justice in Tulsa is representing a barren state of consciousness. And so Jesus, through his words, cursed that state of consciousness, which means he denied the power that that consciousness has over the over him or he, he rebuked the consciousness that it had the, the state of consciousness to, so that the disciples can see that it is important for you to go against it, which is anti-racism, not just act as if it's not there. Do something to alleviate it, whatever way God leads you to do it. Which is why he goes on to say, as the disciples say, get amazed that it left. He says, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. He says, you can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. Now, anything dealing with a mountain moving in the Jewish times in Jerusalem and back in Jesus' times and the Jewish traditions represents some form of miracle. Some form of miracle. And that's not the first time he mentioned it. In chapter 17, when the disciples try to heal uh, a young boy with epilepsy and they fail, and Jesus is able to do it. In verse 19, this is Matthew chapter 17, verse 19. After the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we cast out the demons? Jesus says, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, You could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Again, moving a mountain. A mountain represents something that is too big for you to handle in your life. That only God can shift in your life. And when you pray, it says here to pray with, even if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. Mustard seeds are tiny, tiny. And in in verse, in chapter 20. One, he says that if you have faith and don't doubt. So what does that mean? Having faith of a mustard seed and having faith and don't doubt. Is it the quality? Is it the amount of faith that you have? It is not the amount of faith you have. It is the focus of your faith. Is your faith completely focused on God? So a prayer of faith is submitting the situation to God. So, and you submit the situation, that's how your act of faith demonstrates is you submit it to God, submit it to God with the belief that God has the power to handle it. And through your words, saying it with the authority that you are one with God, you turn it over to God and you thank God that it is already done. That is why you can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. You will receive it according to God's will, not according to your will, unless you line your will up with God's will. Not my will be done, but thy will be done. And when you do that, you are able to move the mountain. And actually, you're not the one doing the mount, moving the mountain. You're the one praying and submitting it to God in the faith and belief that it will, God will do it. And through the power of your spoken word, and God is the one that moves the mountain. This systemic racism situation is our mountain. This is our mountain. And as we turn it over to God, which is what I did, as we turn it over to God, 
with the faith and the belief that God will handle it and the power of affirming it and acknowledging it. God is dismantling systemic racism right now. God is showing me how to do my part. I am guided by God to walk in the presence of love. I am guided by God to live in a space of creating a forum where people can come together and discuss and have these conversations that will help to dismantle the systemic racism in this world. I am committed to creating a forum where we can move into a deeper understanding of what race consciousness is in the first place and understand and come from a sympathetic and empathic, a space of empathy and love of understanding the black perspective and the white perspective. That is how God moved me in doing my part to move the mountain of systemic racism in the world. How is God guiding you? Is white people, how is God guiding you to ally for your black brothers and sisters? And those of us who are black and brown, how is God guiding you to ally for yourself by first removing any form of hate, resentment, and anger towards white people and stepping into a space of love? I know it is difficult sometimes, but that's why you pray with the submitting it to God and that and that difficulty becomes a mountain and God moves that mountain out of your way that you step into a space of being prosperously aligned with the consciousness of God, that you can walk in your authority knowing that you are contributing to the, the shift by blessing white people as they move into allyship for us. We cannot do this alone. We have to do this with black people and white people doing it together, living as brothers and sisters in God. So how does that come to imagination? That brings me to what Albert Einstein says about imagination, which I love, love, love. He says, imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. As you imagine black and white people living together, as Martin Luther King Jr. said, with I have a dream, and you sit in that consciousness of visualizing it for yourself, you are having a preview of coming attractions. I have a preview of coming attractions. I know God is doing this. I know it will be done. I see it being done. I may not be there when it's completely shifted, but I know it is already so in the consciousness of God. And I know God will manifest it and is manifesting it in God's divine order, God's divine timing, and God's divine way. And so let us, create our own coming attractions. Let us use our imagination to step into a preview of life's coming attractions. Let us imagine our world through spiritual vision, not the pictures that we see. You got to shift from the pictures that you see into the consciousness of Christ. You got to shift to the pictures that God is showing you on how people live in love and light and peace. And so this song, Imagine, there's uh, some lyrics in here that I love. Imagine all the people living for today, living in a consciousness that you use the Lord's prayer where you ask God, give us this day our daily bread. And as you are guided spiritually through the word of God, which is your daily bread, to do or act according to God's word, according to what God has for you to do in that day, you will be led to the resources that will keep you fed, keep you protected, keep your clothes and keep you everything that you need will show up for you according to God, because God will move the mountains out of the way because you have stepped into submitting it to God, having faith in God and using the power of your word. Imagine all the people living for today. 
Imagine all the people living life in peace. And I say living life in peace and love. That is a powerful. Can you imagine what this world would look like if we were, if all the people, not just in the United States, but around the world was living in peace and in love? Imagine all the people sharing all the world. That Tulsa would not have happened if people were in a consciousness of sharing of the world. There wouldn't have been a supremacy. There wouldn't have been a greed. There would not not have been anything in a white person's mind to, demonst- to demonstrate hatred, to blow up a city that is prospering of black people because they will be in a consciousness of sharing all the world. Imagine all the people living for today, living in life and love and peace, sharing all the world. I, I challenge us to imagine those concepts, to let your mind open up according to how God guides you, to imagine all the people living for today, to imagine all the people living a life of peace and love and unity, to imagine all the people sharing the world, and to imagine the world living as one. That is a powerful way to link the prayer for the prayer of faith because you submit it to God in faith and with the power of your spoken word. And then as you speak it forth, you also ignite it through imagining it forth in your inside of your consciousness. You, you ignite the coming attractions. You get a preview of life's coming attractions. And I promise you it is manifesting. We just have to hold fast, have to hold fast have to hold fast and put everything that feels difficult in God's hands and God will move that mountain and God will bless our life. Now, Jesus said that in his world, you will have trials and tribulations, but he said he overcame them. The way he overcame them was through the prayer of faith. He submitted it to God in faith and belief and also through the power of the spoken word. And he imagined that it was already so. That is why when he thanked God for blessing and feeding the multitudes, he pulled it down and started feeding the multitudes. He thanked God, imagining the multitudes fed, and then he sliced the bread and let God. That was a coming attraction, thanking God, and then he sliced it to uh, manifest that attraction in this world. We are here to co-create with God through the spirit of love, through the spirit of oneness, through the spirit of sharing, through the spirit of giving righteously. And as you give in the prosperous consciousness of love, so shall you receive. Imagine it, feel it, believe it, submit it, and use the power of your word to speak it forth. Thank you, God, for your mighty word. Amen. And now as we move into our segment of giving righteously. Bring forth the conscious, just quiet yourself down and let the thought of the donation that God has for you to give to Unity of Farmington Hills, let it come forth in your mind as you stretch and give righteously. And let us go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com and click on the donate button on the homepage. When you, it opens up, you can give through credit card, you can give through debit card, or you can give through PayPal. 
Remember, as you make your purchases, use smile.amazon.com. Link Unity of Farmington Hills up to it. Every time you make a purchase, Amazon sends proceeds as donations to Unity of Farmington Hills. And if you're giving your, through a check, you can send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And whichever way you choose to give, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And for those of you who want to also donate to the Angel Fund, which is our new benevolent fund for Unity of Farmington Hills members, you may go to, um, we have created this fund for those um, members who are in financial need. Members can go to the Angel Fund online at unityfh.com, click on that donate page, and you can also, uh, on that donate page, you can click under Angel Fund and make your donation that way or send in a check and make sure you designate Angel Fund on the check. For those of you who may want to apply for financial support from the Angel Fund, you may send me an email to request the uh, request for assistance application. This pro you can send it to seniorminister at unityfh.com. This process is confidential. I'm leading up, heading up, the um, angel fund, I'm directing it, but the prayer chaplains and I are running it together. So it will be a confidential process. So thank you all for your prosperous expressions of love to our spiritual community, to uh, a, as an act of giving through loving and compassionate spirit-filled acts, and also your way of helping us turn into an outreach community for those within our community and those outside of our community. This is a powerful way of giving righteously. And as I did last time, I send you all, I affirm in your lives, prosperity, prosperity, prosperity. I see us all walking and living. I imagine all the people living in prosperity. And I thank you, God. Amen. And so now we're going to have our second special song entitled American Dream. It'll be led by Lauren. And then I will be back with our closing prayer segment. I'll see you in a little bit. Hard work, no play. May have made jagged old boy. But all work, no God. Left Jack with a lost soul He's moving on full steam He's chasing the American dream He's gonna give his family The final things Yeah Yeah Not this time, son Then he slips into his new BMW. Drives farther, farther, farther away. So he works all day and tries to sleep at night. He says things will get better.
American dream is beginning to seem more and more like a nightmare with every passing day. Daddy, can you come to my game? Oh, baby, please don't worry. Another wasted weekend and may I slip in away. Cause he works all day lies awake at night. Tells him things will get better. that you put with that song, Lauren. Uh, the song was amazing. The, the performance, the video all brought it together very perfectly. Thank you so much for that. Uh, touched me as well. I'm very inspired by you all. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Carl Schluter, Bernard, Michael, Carl Clace, and Lauren for that inspira the inspirational way you uplifted us with your music today. And always, for that matter. So now let us go ahead and prepare for our closing prayer segment. So we're going to do our virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to just gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. Bring your focus down into the center of your chest, your heart center. We do this to center ourselves in Christ and in the vibration of God and let go of limitation of the human. Call forth the names of those you're praying with into our virtual prayer circle. And God, we know that every name is being touched right now by your love, by your spiritual love. And that every circumstance, every situation is being handled according to your will 
to bring each and every one of them into their highest and greatest good. So we thank you for that and we thank you for being able to have the honor of lifting this prayer up for them and to affirm that it is already done in their lives, that whatever it is their heart desires, whatever it is they seem to need is already manifested. I acknowledge that everyone who contributed to the bringing together of this service, the production of this service is blessed as well. The music team, the Faith who puts the slides together, Matthew who puts the email blast together, Lauren who puts the whole service together and makes the videos and all of that. And as part of the music team, I thank everybody and I'm knowing that you are all blessed. Thank you God for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills and everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills for moving forth. I see and I imagine all the people, not just in our spiritual community, but in the world, living in love in peace and as one and I thank you for that God amen and now let us affirm our prayer for protection the light of God surrounds us the love of God enfolds us the power of God protects us the presence of God watches over us wherever we are God is and all is well well for those of you who are joining us for our fellowship gathering I'll see you in a little bit and ladies, I'll see you at two o'clock for our women's group meeting. And all you got to do is go to the website, click on that link, and it'll bring you in. Until next time, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It has been a pleasure and a joy as usual. Let's close out by singing the peace song with our music team. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.